Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's, that's hot. All right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Low-Value Mail uh, for July 5th. 2022 in the year of our Lord. I hope you guys all had a uh, great, um, great holiday weekend. I just found out that I'm banned from streaming on Reddit. I don't know what I did, but I just uh, tried to stream on there and I'm banned. So we're going to regroup for the 10 people who watch on Reddit. Uh, But anyways, uh, I hope everybody uh, is well. The audio levels are good. We got we got a good show. So uh, thank you, for everybody, for joining me on this uh, Tuesday evening. I, I, I appreciate you taking the time out uh, to spend your evening with me. And uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a banger of a show. So tonight, uh, I've I, I was kind of off and on about wh- what I should do, but um, we're gonna go on an advice episode. Who needs? More bad advice. We'll be dishing out the bad advice uh, slash open lines because I know there's a lot of shit going on and obviously uh, people might not want to get bad advice right now. So I'll leave it up to you to decide if uh, you want to, we want to talk about. You can support the show, patreon.com slash low value mail. We have an extra episode tonight at 11 p.m. starting after this. You can also get access to that with uh, memberships uh, for people who you know don't want to join Patreon, whatever the fuck. And we are almost halfway to our goal, 500 signups, uh, halfway to our goal, and we will have a weekly daytime episode on YouTube. So that yeah, that's uh, and I, I will say this: the Patreon episode this last week, sorry, was a banger. It was probably the best one we've had. Uh, to date, I would say. So if people recall from last week's episode, we had a gentleman call in. He uh, he had a bit of a conundrum, probably more suited for this week's episode. He had a bit of an issue, which was that uh, his wife passed away and he had three kids and then he was getting blown by the nanny uh, every night for a month. And a lot of people were like, what's the problem here? And a lot of people also thought that it was uh, fake. There, there were so many people who were like, this is a fake, this is a prank call. But I was like, this is not a prank call because that would be such a weird prank call because there was nothing funny that happened. He just called in. But anyways, he called back in the Patreon episode to clear some things up. It was not a prank call. Uh, yeah, I posted, on, I posted that clip on TikTok and because I guess... He said that, and I go, oh, no. And I said, oh, no, as in, 
you know, not this is the worst thing in the world to happen. More so just, uh, you know, you, you're in a bit of a jam, if you will. This fellow found himself in a bit of a jam. That's what the oh no was for. Uh, but anyways, the Patreon was a banger and we'll be going live at 11 p.m. Uh, tonight. So join if you want to. Patreon.com slash low value mail. Uh, and let's get to the show. So, I mean, I, I hope you guys all had a good July 4th, uh, Canada Day, all that stuff. It was it was a good time. I was in New York. Again, more shootings. I don't know. Uh, it, it's crazy that we're even, we're at the point where, because I've had two shooting episodes already. This is the 22nd episode of this podcast. I've already had two different episodes talking about guns and shootings and whatever and it's crazy to think about that we're at the point excuse me we're at the point of this where i have to even debate if it's worth an episode i go like is this should i do an episode about this even though it it seems worthy of it but we've already done two episodes so if you you know want to call in if you have something you want to add about the gun situation in america the never-ending shootings. Um, by the way, shout out. We went and saw this fireworks thing, and I, I honestly was thinking watching the fireworks. It's crazy that all these people are watching fireworks after the shooting. And then in Philadelphia, there was an actual shooting during the fireworks. So a lot of shootings. Um, this, uh, I've, I mean, I'm sure you know, but yesterday in the suburb of Chicago, somewhere in Illinois, this kid went and uh, killed seven people. It's, it happens so much. The one thing I will say is maybe one topic that or one point that gets brought up a lot is the whole notion of the good guy with a gun where they say like you know if if someone was around for this in this instance they would have stopped him but this guy was i guess camping out sniping people so i suppose in this instance that probably would not have worked so there's uh one uh one against Dan Flanagan says 52 shot dead in New York over 4th of July. Is that true? 52 people were killed in New York state or city? I feel like that's got to be city and our state, sorry. But also I feel like that's, is that true? We have in the chat Dan Flanagan saying 52 shot dead in New York over July 4th. Uh, Seems like a high number. But then again, for America, who the fuck knows? Who knows? Um I, I I don't I don't uh, know, but yeah. So and the thing is, we we've beat this to you know we we've talked about this ad nauseum. I don't really know what else there is to say. If you have something you want to add to it, feel free to call in, add away. Um, the one thing I will say though, uh, just the last part about this because we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to the calls quickly. Again, if you need bad advice or you just want to talk about whatever you want, uh, if you want if you had something you wanted to add to last week's episode, are you happy? Uh, how do you feel about the path America is going on? You didn't get a chance to get through. You can definitely call in about that. But this in, this notion that people have been saying, which I kind of wasn't on board with for a while, and I'm becoming more on board with, is the idea that people are kind of doing this for their 15 minutes of fame. And I, I'm now kind of getting a little more on board with the fact that maybe this could be an explanation, just the fact that, uh, you know, this, it's all in the news, and especially... But again, he was this kid yesterday was a different story because they're trying to say, um, you know, don't show their photos. But then he was an active shooter. So you got to show the photos. So uh, where to go? Oh, where to go? What the fuck just happened? Uh Oh, 
video. Uh, 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 hold on. Sorry. One second. I'm, I've, I've, my video has gone out. And uh, sorry for this. And we're back. We're back. We did it. I, I knocked my little fucking video thing. It's my bad. My bad. We're back. We're back. Um, the Invisible Man. There he is. I'm the Visible Man now. But, yeah, anyways, I, I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe there's, uh, if you have an idea on this, you know, you have some, some sort of theory about whether this, uh, you know, making these people famous is contributing to this. I don't know. It might. It might. I'm starting to lean. I'm, still, I'm not as dismissive, I guess, as, as I was before, which I was pretty dismissive. So uh, if you want to talk about guns and shootings, we can talk about that. But we've already done two full episodes on that. And what, are we going to have a fucking episode dedicated to this every time it happens? This will be all the fucking talk about on this goddamn show. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I, I have a little segment that I, I am going to do today called Old People Tweeting. I need a soundboard, by the way. I need, like, applause, you know, like a, a round of applause kind of thing. Kind of something along that line. But um, anyway, so on July 2nd, President Byron, Biden, Joe Biden, he, he puts out this tweet, which, I like, I, I hope it wasn't him, but it probably was him. And it really kind of gives you context of how good uh, Trump was at tweeting because this was just so insane. But he said, my message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the, at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. And, you know, everybody sees this and like, you know, if you're 15, you're, you're like, well, yeah, I mean, gas stations don't make a ton of money. It's not like a super profitable business. To run a gas station. I mean, I'm sure it makes money, but, you know, they're not making they're not making all this money off the gas. And then also, you know, gas is a process. It's oil comes out of the ground. It gets refined. It's, you know, they're charging what they were paying a month ago or something. And it was honestly. And then the crazy part is they got like the all these people asked the White House about this and they just really doubled down. They go like, no, 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 this is this is definitely uh, it's on the gas stations. Like, really, Joe Biden's like, we should villainize the gas stations and gas station owners, which is insane. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to tweet when you're old, I guess. And then my this was the best one. This was the shit. This one made me, honestly, I fucking enjoyed this a lot. So Bette Midler, uh, famous actress Bette Midler. Yeah, exactly. So Polar says uh, gas stations make their money selling drinks, snacks. Yeah, they don't. It's it's nothing. They they don't make any anything. Sorry, but uh, Bette Midler, uh, she tweeted. So she's super famous, like champion of LGBT rights, and you know uh, she was hating on Trump, and she's a very big uh, voice on the left side. She tweeted this uh, yesterday. She goes, women of the world, we are being stripped of our rights over our bodies, our lives, and even our name. They don't call us women anymore. They call us birthing people or menstruators and even people with vaginas. Don't let them erase you. Every human on earth owes you. Damn. I, I would highly recommend uh, Bette Midler, if she doesn't yet, sign up for Twitter Blue. It's $3 a month, and they give you this option uh, to not send it right away because she's about to find out, super-based Betty Bette Midler, super-based Bette Midler, she's about to find out how the Internet works. The craziest thing is she, 
doesn't like she's not that up to speed with all the shit. So she in her mind and again, pretty reasonable in her mind. She's like, I'm saying a pretty reasonable thing. I don't think what I'm saying is unreasonable. Uh, but then, of course, she finds out that, you know, the all the other things she believes this is now goes against uh, what she's allowed to believe when she believes all that shit. So uh, Bob, Rip, Rip Bette Midler, I guess. I don't know. Well, she's not dead, but uh, she's going to be hanging out with J.K. Rowling. Uh, and uh, yeah. So and then one other thing. Uh, and then we're going to read an email. We're going to listen to a voicemail. We had some wacky voicemails last week that we listened to on the Patreon. Patreon's where we're going to play the, the voicemails for the most part because we have the, uh, you know, we're, we're going to take calls and whatnot on this show. Uh, but so I had a lot of people I saw this were posting this and it's just again an interesting thing to me about how people just don't read articles they just they'll see like a headline and that's it so it says Florida governor signs law requiring students faculty be asked their political beliefs and I saw a comedian I know who actually was like hey for all you people who have been, been bitching about cancel culture and uh you know, all this free speech and blah, 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 all this shit. Like, this is what you get now that you now in Florida have to mandate, like, it's mandated that you have to, um, b- like, provide your political beliefs. And everybody's, like, running with this. And then it's one of those things where, because it's obviously shocking. You're like, oh, my God, this is a totalitarian dictatorship in Florida where you have to, like, write down what your political beliefs are if you're a student or a teacher. And then it turns out that it's just a, a survey that they're going to be giving out that's optional. And uh, actually, I don't know if it's, it'll, it'll probably be optional, but uh, I don't know if it's totally optional, but I think it is uh, just, yeah, it's an optional survey that they're, they're just collecting information that they want to make sure that there's more diversity of ideas and stuff, not less. So they're just doing the survey. You don't have to, you know, you could say, care not to say or whatever. But it's just insane to watch people get hysterical over this. And y- all it takes is just reading it for a second. And then you see that it's, it's not true. Okay. So that's, that's all I want. Um, we're going to read. Well, actually, you know, we're going to pull up a voicemail here. I got a voicemail uh, that we're going to listen to. Because this is kind of in the advice category. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, as a low-value male, I have been, uh, well, doing some things on Omegle, as in talking to people, possibly pretending that I'm a woman or a man, depending on what the other person, which is usually a guy, from seems to be Bangladesh. Uh so if I pretend I'm a woman, which means putting extra eyes after my pie, and you type like a lady, and then you go, nope, dude, I'm a male. What's up, bro? You like wrestling? Is that wrong? And I finally did come across a female nice. after her gay brother wanted to blow me. What? Now, what's is there an issue with that? Or is that okay? Like, I don't mean to be crass, but is that okay that I talked this guy up because he was an actual human being and not a bot? But is that something that um, is okay? <laughs> you know, to... And then he brings out his sister, which, to be honest, uh, the thing glowed more than stars on my ceiling if I was a 15-year-old. It was uh, 
a great conversation, though, but it ended early as soon as my contact information was given out, which is somewhat strange, but luckily that was nuked. Um, yeah, I'd love to talk about it on the show if possible, and if not, um, I don't mind it being played, but I believe I could do a better rehash of it possibly on the show. I'm watching it live right now, so now I have to fast forward to see if you get to me. All right. Um, talk to you later at, at Danny Mollish Milk Polish. Uh, talk to you later, Ryan Long's friend. I mean, I love you, Danny Polish, Chuck. Great dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Well, if, uh, sir, if you are listening this week, definitely call in. Uh, you can tell. I will say that I, I like that, uh, people have been drinking. There, there, this has become like a bit of a drinking show. There was, there was one guy who called in who left a voicemail who was, he was fucking dummied last week in his voicemail. I was, he kind of sounded like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. I was laughing so much. We were uh, if you if you caught the Patreon episode, it was uh, it was funny. It was funny shit. By the way, shout out to people who are watching over on Rumble. Uh, thank you for joining us. All right, I'm gonna read an email. And by the way, so yeah, this question I don't I don't even know what he was getting at. He started with a question: is like, is it gay? And then generally, does anything offend me? No, I don't. So seriously, does anything offend you? Nothing offended me. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what he's getting at. He's, he's, he's basically, if you think of, if you have to ask if it's gay, it probably is. Uh, that's that's gonna be my advice. Uh, if you have to ask if it's gay, um, we have a call. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, the phone lines are not open, but we're gonna take this call. Hello, thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Am I on? Oh, I thought you were about to read it. I was just making sure this was the number. All right, what up? Oh, what's up? Uh, you know what? I was not going to pick up, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to read an email. I didn't know these actually go through. I thought you had an app blocking. Do you want me to call back? No. Yeah. yeah. No. What's up? Okay. This is low value. The show is low value. Okay. Yes. Um, so can, uh, <laughs> we'll get to the email. You know what? I caught you a bit off guard. I like that. I like it's that. Cr- you, you're, you're, it's cr- it's Craig. All right. Can I start Craig. you off with an insane question? Yes. Kind of gross. Yes. All right. Um, I want to know, is there ever been an instance that you haven't shit in a toilet or a porter potty? Like you were outside or somewhere and you're like, this is happening. And you just drop trial and you have to take a shit on the floor or something like that. Um, Has that ever happened? Yes. Well, not, not to that emergency extent, but I went uh, to... Where was it? I went to uh, fuck. Can't, I think it was Southeast Asia somewhere, and we went on this like two day trek through the jungle. And I like they kind of told us like if you have to shit, you're just gonna have to shit like in these okay. squat, squatty potty things or whatever, uh, or like outside. And I was really against it, so I kind of ate a bunch. Oh, of, yeah, you told us, yeah. Yeah, I, I ate a bunch of like uh, I can't remember what they were like um, whatever something that like you know back you up or whatever and then yeah. right on the like maybe six hours left in the trip i just couldn't take it anymore and i had to you went in the jungle or in the jungle of cambodia or some shit do you uh, think your dna is still there uh i hope not but <laughs> it's possible that it is it's possible that it is but no i don't think so okay all right See and honestly that was before the whole oh. squatty potty phenomenon too so and then at, after because they everybody just shits there like you know uh in, in, it's good for your colon. Yeah, it is. And I didn't know that at the time. I was ignorant. 
Um, anything else, Craig? No. Okay, cool, buddy. All right, see ya. All right. All right, that was Craig. I wasn't going to pick up, but I had the phone pointed towards me, uh, and so I picked it up. All right, we're going we're gonna, to uh, do an email, and then ah, I've opened the floor. Yeah, whatever. We'll get to the email at some point in the middle of the show. I fucked it up, guys. I fucked it up. Okay. Hello. Hi. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this Jared. Hey, what's up, Jared? How's it going, buddy? Hey, pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, one thing uh, I wanted to ask, right? So yes. I'm 30, I'm 35. Okay. There's a new new internet work. Yes. Uh, she's 20. Yeah. She's not in my department. She's in my organization, but she's not in my team. Uh, got her number. She's interested in grabbing dinner. How yeah. fucked do you think I am? Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably super fucked. I'm not a manager, though. Yeah, you don't. You don't have. You don't work in. I just feel like she's an intern. Yeah. Yeah, I. I, I think the problem is, is if she decides to make it a thing, then just the fact that. Uh, like you are rank higher than her. Uh, I, I could see that being a problem. I don't know. You you don't have any sort of expressly forbidden in your work from doing this. Uh no, there's no like no fraternization rules, but you are supposed to disclose a relationship, which is uh, yeah. At what point do you have to disclose it? Like, well, you don't say. It's just to cover your ass thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like you probably know the climate of your workplace a little better. Right. But uh, I guess we'll just try to not go full creep mode. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You got to be super, super delicate about. It. I mean, just feel feel out the scenario. You know, some chicks are totally well, cool, and you don't have to worry really about it. What's that? Oh, yeah, there's a scenario I'm going to be feeling up. Yeah, yeah, you will. But, yeah, you know, like, I mean, you could tell if, uh, from talk, yeah, yeah. talking to her, if she's going to be a problem for you. Yeah, if she's supposed to get weird and I'll just bail out. Security. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, what, what else? And then another thing about the shootings. Yes. At this point, I think really, it's kind of black pill, but I think there's absolutely nothing that can be done. I'm kind of um the also there nothing can be done but there must be something like they they said the kid had he bought five guns after he said he wanted to kill everybody and it was like the police came to his house it's like there's yeah, gotta, there's got to be something that can be done well the, the only like well in the realm of feasibility there's nothing that can be done right yeah. there are things that we can do but they're going to be worse than the cure right like mass gun confiscations or like fucking remove all privacy altogether and have like an army of 10,000 nanny state people just watching everything you type. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what about like, and granted, I, I know this is some people are like just a hard no for them, but you know, an age restriction on certain guns, like could that be done or is that just too far of a line? Well, well, that's the thing. Even if it, if it is a thing, you can still get a gun, right? Like that guy was planning on shooting, a bunch of people. Yeah, he'd think. been planning it for 10 months, they're saying, right? Yeah, what would happen? He'd wait another year and shoot him? Yeah, that's, like, that's a good... Well, I mean, honestly, if at the end of the day, if there is, you know, if you could force him to cool off a year, maybe there'd be a better outcome if he had to Yeah, but this wait guy's a planning year. for 10 months. There's no cooling off. It's yeah, not... Yeah, these yeah that's a good point. Action, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the no, that's a good point. For, like, the, the, the fucking psycho like, boyfriend or girlfriend trying to kill their partner that broke up with them. Like, a waiting period can kind of slow those down. 
but for these premeditated mass shooting events, like yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of on board with with that as well. Like, I don't know that there's much that can be done because it is just like a cultural thing at this point. Where I think it's like like this shit never happened before, and I think part of it is like uh, uh, how would I say like the these are more like crimes of despair. I would say it's kind of like the same thing as people like the, the mass rise in uh, drug use and suicides and all this shit. Yeah. Except some of these people that are like isolated in society just happen to be fucking psychos who want to take it out on everybody else. Yeah. Whereas the majority of people just abuse themselves. That's, I mean, that is a good point. And I, I mean, yeah, it's, like his family, I, I, it sounds like they were really into guns and stuff. His dad was a, uh, <clears throat> tried to be like a politician or something so yeah. I, I yeah i don't know I, I i'm kind of like on your side where i think there is not much that can be done without doing like something really rash like confiscating guns or whatever which is not gonna fly here so right any of that stuff is actually gonna, like that will just make it a worse situation i think yeah but it's just crazy how it's you know it's just so common now here like it really, these missions really only started in the 90s, and I think part of it's like the... The Columbine? Yeah, Columbine, and um, it was like Unabomber, Columbine, uh, who was the other guy then? Timothy, like the... Timothy McVeigh, I think? Timothy McVeigh, yeah, yeah, the Oklahoma yeah. City bombings? Yeah, like all this shit just started around that and kept accelerating, accelerating. I think it has something to do with like the... It's a little comedy, but like the economic situation, like yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't think that guy, like the kid from yesterday, was from some crazy. No, no, no. I'm not like obviously he's not like oh I'm going to bomb him because I'm poor. But I mean like the there's like a a mass uh, fuck. What was it? it was like a mass it's despair, like, right? Yeah. Like people aren't hopeful about the future anymore. No, I mean, one, one, yeah, one thing with this kid who just based on what he looks like, uh, my guess is he's been the on the receiving end of bullying for his whole life. Well, so, he looks like a, yeah, he looks like a fucking... He's like a little pipsqueak, kind of like, you know, he's 120 pounds. XX Tentacion wannabe. C- kind of, and I just like, yeah, I, I, but again, you're like, you're never going to get rid of bullying because kids are the biggest pieces of shit. Yeah, well, earth. I mean, bullying has always been around. Yeah, exactly. Even while guns were readily available. So I don't think bullying is the, the issue here, right? Like, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. To, you compare this to any time in history and it never happened. And we have all the same, like, factors. Yeah. Right? Like, we had guns. We had bullying. I mean, the one thing that didn't really exist was the the media, like, you know, making... Yeah. That, that, like, and again, I said it at the beginning, but, like, I didn't really think that before, but I'm like, maybe that's part of it now? I don't... Yeah. Well, I mean, you had a little bit of it, I guess, with, like, the serial killers leaving calling cards, and they get, like, infamous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but serial killing is so much more work, I feel. Like, and it takes a different, I think, like, mentality of a person to be a serial killer versus just going to shoot up a crowd. Yeah, I'd rank them a little bit higher on the coolness scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think there has to be just... A bit more effort involved. Yeah, way more effort involved. Way, you know, you got to get a calling card, you got to... You gotta, you gotta give it like a clean name. Yeah, exa- exactly. All that shit. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, let's go. All right, cool. Thanks, buddy.
Thanks for coming. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I I feel a little black pilled as well. Uh, as as Jared said. That uh, oh, we got another call here. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, it's Wallaby. Hey, Wallaby, how's it going, buddy? Hey, can I piggyback on that guy? Yeah, that last can, call. Yeah, whatever you want, man. I'm gonna tell you exactly what the problem is, and everybody's gonna, you know, they're gonna say what they want to say, but I'm just gonna go off because my VA doctor confirmed today that I'm autistic. So here we fucking go. Okay. Um, the problem is that the federal government has subsidized families so that they do not need fathers. And you have an epidemic of uh, kids being raised in this country without any sort of male presence. Like they're raised by mothers, and then they go to school where it's all female teachers. And if there are any men present in these situations, they've all been emasculated. Like there's nothing... Um, well, you, you're Jewish, right? You've yes. talked about that before. Uh, I have talked so, about it. Yeah, it's, it's come up occasionally. Um, isn't that a thing? Like, I don't know if, if you did or not, but I heard that that's a thing in Judaism where, like, the dad is supposed to take the boy when he's, like, 12 or 13 and start instructing him in a trade. In a trade? I don't know how many Jews you know, but not, not a lot of Jews are in trades. Or, like, whatever, like, the, the, the skill is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's if you have a child and, yeah, like, if you have a family business, for sure, like, that is that is common where there's, like, a family business or whatever. And, yeah, probably around that age is when they start kind of, you know, preparing them for the, that line of work. But I will say the kid yesterday, his, he had a dad, though. His dad was... Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's what... Here's the, the amazing thing from what I've read about it. Because I'm only about I'm only about four hours away from there, and like I've got some some friends that are like they're local that have been telling me like what the local news like beat is on this guy. Okay. Um, apparently, this kid he lived in his dad's backyard in the shed, and he was a Discord mod. And he's you know we know about all the videos that he was doing with the stick figures with like his rap videos. Yeah. Or with his rap music or whatever. I don't know. I didn't really. I couldn't get into I, it. I saw, I saw a little bit about that, but yeah, yeah, go on. But his dad, who he's living in his backyard, his dad owns like six gas stations in Cook County. So like, it sounds to me like the kid could have had something to do with his time rather than just sit on the internet with a bunch of degenerates. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, sure if he, he wanted to do something. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he could have, but I, I feel like that almost like makes it harder for to explain this stuff because... It's he's not like a kid who I mean I guess he kind of slipped through the cracks but he didn't really other than maybe some mental health stuff but you know well but I mean like is anybody did anybody like engage with him and like tell him or like try to like set positive goals and like make him do things or I don't know maybe just okay so like my kids are gonna be seven and I know that there's a big difference between like a seven year old and a twenty two year old that's not getting their shit together but like my seven year old knows that. She can't play her switch unless the house is clean. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're probably a better parent. Like, I, I'm no, sure I a lot of that. these instances, too, is that it's just like bad parents. And, you know, they don't think that they're bad parents until their kid goes and kills a bunch of people. And they go, oh, could have done some things differently there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, but there's no incentive for, like, the family to stick together anymore. Because, like, the presumption is just, like, well, one parent can do it. And it's like, yeah, I mean... One parent can, like, make sure 
that a child does not die before their 18th birthday, right? But, like, is that the same as raising that child? No, no. That's the, <clears throat> the bare minimum. Well, but like. that's that's not what, you know what I mean? The, the masses seem to agree that all you really have to do is keep them alive. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they they agree that that, but yeah, there's there's a bare minimum of parenting that we're willing to, as a society, not take your kid from you. I guess. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Like, yeah, obviously, in every instance of a shooter, you're like, I'm sure the parents could have been better. I mean, like, I live I live in Indiana. Like, I've been around guns my whole life, and I've been really frustrated with school. Like. Like I said earlier today, I finally had a doctor come out and say, yeah, I'm going to write in your file that you're autistic. And that, like, made a... And I'm 35. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, now that a doctor wrote it in a file, like, I can do something about it. Instead of just people being like, man, you're kind of weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so... (laughs) so And what are you going to do about it? Like, what's... Well, I could try to apply for, like, something from the state. It'll take a billion years to do it. But, I mean... I don't know if I went on about it before with I have two kids that are autistic and one of them goes to a special school. Yeah. And so like I only have like six hours in a day and people don't like to hire me for that reason. So, I mean, that could be helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about subsidizing families, uh, you know, like I wasn't many. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully uh, that, that can work out for you. Yeah. I mean, I just I see so much of it around here with. uh with just the, the way that the people like the, the expectation is that, you know, uh, kids only need one parent and it's like that, it, you know, no, it wasn't I mean, that way no, for no, no. Kids, a very long time. No, I, ideally in the last have, 20 years, it's like, well, that's just fine. Yeah. I mean, ideally you have two parents of the same sex as that's the ideal. Uh, Obviously. Yeah, that's that, the way that God intended. It's that's Adam the way that God intended is exactly. It's Adam and Steve or it's Adam and Steve two ladies. or, or uh, Autumn and Eve. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Um, anyways, Wallaby, good luck with that. And uh, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Take care. Have a good show. See you. That was Wallaby, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's uh, goes without saying that better parenting would uh, have less people uh, or, you know, less killers and shit. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. How's it going, buddy? Danny, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Do you have a good Fourth uh, of July? Yeah, I didn't really do too much. I uh, I seen some fireworks when I was on the road or whatever. So. Um, that's, yeah. There was, yeah. There was uh, we watched fireworks yesterday, and I was thinking how shitty they were compared to like uh, just a regular Tuesday in any city in China. There's. Um, it was, it was, they were like okay fireworks they, they were not bad or whatever but like I was just thinking I've been to Asia and they do they do fireworks like they're so crazy with fireworks there that like not even for fourth you know just a regular fireworks thing is like ten times crazier than that I mean it didn't if I if my memory let me see didn't they didn't gunpowder come from Asia and uh, then they, yes then I, believe, they, uh, I believe you were right yeah yeah, and then they do the fireworks first. Here, so you was in the land of the fireworks. Yeah, you know? yeah, they they were crazy, and then they have the drones there now. If you ever seen the drone fireworks, which is way better than regular fireworks. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, no, they'll no. have like ten thousand drones in the sky, and they'll just basically instead of fireworks. Uh, it's pretty dope. But anyways, uh, what what are you uh thinking about? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking about what we was talking about last week as far as like the uh, where the country is going. Yeah, that was like. I mean, it's kind of intertwined with the way the, where the country is going. The fact that like Fourth of July, it's like I, I don't know. There's, there's two two shootings that I know of, but there's probably even more than that. Right. Yeah. I, I just uh, you know, so I was at I was at work today, and uh, and this lady I work with or whatever, she was telling me how she got this email. She said that she her her email address had been given to like a, a like the Trump campaign or whatever whatever it is how they email you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on one of their lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got on the email list, so she was just like, you know, but she was just like super upset that that could even happen. And just I was just thinking, I was like, man, it just seemed like on on the on the controversial issues like it's no more like it's no more middle ground where you could talk anymore it seemed like i don't know just saying I mean, like why she, and she just couldn't like uh wasn't an option for her to just hit unsubscribe like she was so i'm sure she did it but she couldn't do it without you know a bit of foot stomping and yeah noise uh, and, yeah know. she's like what is this country coming to where i get emails from donald trump Right. You know, I, I messed with her. I said, you know what he probably did? He said, he probably was like, look, I need a list. You know, I need all of my my worst, uh, the worst people on earth, the people that hate me the most. And we're just going to send them emails. Yeah. Or, or he's just doing shady shit. Like, he just buys random email lists. And she just is on one. I mean, right. they're, they're, I mean, the Trump, even the Democrats, they're, the emails that they send out are crazy. Just begging for money. It's yeah, that, that that shocked me though. I, I ain't gonna lie, like the fact that they was begging for money because he showed me the uh, he showed it to me or whatever, and it, it was like they was asking for you could send forty five dollars, fifty five dollars. Oh yeah, and they're like, oh well, if you send it now, we'll give you a triple bonus or like it's like they they've added like gambling to it or some shit. It's like crazy. Oh, uh, that that's that's the worst that they're doing. That. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's way more to be upset about than that. But so, yeah. and, and what did you what, what how did you leave it with her? Just kind of what what did you say? I, I said, how did you end up leaving it with her? Like, were you, oh, I, yeah, I just left her on that joke right there. Yeah. I just you know, Trump, he probably just getting a list of all those all the people <laughs> that the most or whatever. She 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 uh, liked that, so that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> she just huffed away. Yeah, no, no, well, we, we work in the same office. Or oh, okay, you work in the same office. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to add? Nah, um, no, really no it's, it seems like kind of a, it's kind of like a, no, like, outside of the gun stuff, which I don't want to necessarily talk about all fucking show, uh, but it seems like a bit on the slow side. Uh, but anyways, yeah. cool, buddy. Uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you probably on the Patreon episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. All right. That was Chad, everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, the phone lines are open. If people want to call in, we can talk about guns. I don't know. I feel. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, goodness. I didn't know I actually got on. Uh, this yes. is James from Alabama. James from Alabama. How's it going, James? <laughs> Hey, pretty good. I'm at work. I'm going to go hide in this hood. Uh, it's kind of hard to hear you a bit. Hey, actually, I can't get I do need some 
What's that? I do need some bad advice. Okay. Can, can, oh, can you go somewhere? That's it's hard to hear you where you are right now. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of yeah. like echo echoey. It's our kind of work. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. That's much better. It's much better. All right. Yeah. So um, uh, it has to do with these these recent you know violent attacks and shootings. Like how mental health really plays into this more than a lot of people care to admit. And that kind of walks into a situation I need my advice from. So I have been diagnosed with severe mental illness, depression, anxiety, and that kind of thing. Okay. And I worry that, you know, I can have one bad day, wife leaves me, job lets me go, and bad things could happen if I own the weapon. I like, just want to know, what's like, a, what's you a honestly, responsible way? You, 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 you do think that, like, you... Think that that's a possibility? Where if just a bunch uh, of definitely, guys. definitely turning it on myself. I'm more of a self-hating depressive instead of a world-hating depressive. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's. I just want to know what's a responsible way to protect, you know, not the world, but maybe myself even from situations uh, like that. Do you own a gun? No. No. Okay. Can you no. own a gun where you live? Uh, technically, yeah. Like you're not, you're not because of your diagnosis that you're not eligible. No, they don't. As far as I'm aware, they don't have any uh, any kind of law like that on the books here in Alabama. Yeah, there's no. And so, I mean, I'd say the first thing you could do is not own a gun if you think that that's a potential uh, for that. And I mean, I mean sorry, it's, I don't know what those noises are, but it's kind of hard to. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, somebody's washing dishes in the sink. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's super loud. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Just don't own a gun. I, I'd say that's a pretty good start. But then again, if you own a car, I guess people could, on the same yeah, thing, like, like, snap and just drive a car and this shit. But I don't know. Like driving home in the left lane. I, I feel like there's less of a fantasy for people who are inclined to hurt people of, like, driving a car versus shooting because of, I don't know, just culturally the the amount you see it on TV and stuff. I, I don't know. It's, uh... Yeah. It's... Okay, go ahead, sorry. No, no, no that, that's... I was finished there. That's just what I was... No, I just don't want anybody's rights encroached on, you know, just because I'm messed up in the head doesn't mean we should, you know, uh, you know, on all these other people. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, it's a, it's a balancing act because we're, we're not going to the point of... Like, America's not going to get rid of guns. Like, that's not happening, right? Like, no, 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 so, no, no, so it's, it's people go like, well, it's you know, it's I have the right to not be shot when I go uh, to a parade, and you do have that right. It's like, as but people also have the right to guns. I don't know. It's it's, it's such a weird thing because it's so uniquely American issue. Like nowhere. Would, else. You, would you think it would be good to have like, people who are like, on medication or you know diagnosed with things like that? Maybe on, not necessarily always. They have to take one step back before they buy a weapon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. If you have any sort of mental health stuff, probably best that you don't own guns or at least, you know, you're some sort of, some sort of like uh, steps in between you and gun ownership that involve, you know, them knowing about this stuff. Seems reasonable to me. Yeah, this, this is going to get a little dark, but I bought a gun with tears in my eyes from the, from the shop. You know, he knew what I was going to do with it. And he could see how upset it was. But I don't think it was very responsible for places like that to actively sell guns. What, sorry, say this again. So you went to buy up. you went to buy a gun and you had tears in your eyes? Mm -hmm, yeah, to to blow my brains out. Really? 
Yeah. And then what happened? That's 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 how bad my my depression was. I could get bad news, failing an exam in college, and running to the to the gun store. That's what I knew I could do. And so I don't understand. So you went to and he didn't sell you the gun. Yeah. Well, I mean that's good, I guess, if you have people who are responsible. Well, he did sell it. To me. Oh, he did sell it to you. Oh yeah. Even though you had tears in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's. Uh, I mean, again, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a fuck up. <laughs> that's very. Uh, I'm just. I'm lucky. I met someone who, you know, somebody I love, Mary. But um, I just wanted to uh, thank you for letting me come on and talk tonight. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get out of your way, dude. Okay. Take care. Uh, All right. All right, some people are saying he thinks that was a lie. I don't know. Maybe it was a lie. You think that he actually, uh, but he bought a gun. Yeah, that is a good point. He did say that he didn't have a gun, but then he said he bought a gun. But he said he, he bought a gun, he said, when he was in college, and he says he doesn't have a gun now. So those two things could theoretically be true. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hey, Danny. This is Rick. How you doing? Hey, good. How's it going? <laughs> Sorry, who, is it? who am I speaking with? Rick. Rick? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I don't know if you could change something with your phone. It's hard, kind of hard to hear. Uh, is, it, is this better? Yeah, yeah, much better, much better. All right, perfect, yeah. Uh, enjoy the show. I uh, love what you and you, you and Ryan do. And, um, Thanks for yeah, man. Just, yeah, absolutely. Um, just calling in because I heard a couple things that I thought were interesting from some other callers. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of, um, see a lot of people in the chat talking about uh, dads and the importance of dads, I'd certainly agree with that. Um, but I had an interesting story on my end as far as like my experience with my dad. I wanted to get your take. Yeah, um, go for it. Yeah, so my dad was a, a, like a kind of a classic bigamist. Uh, and he would like. Which one is um, bigamy again? Multiple wives? Yeah, so it's like they have multiple wives, um, <clears throat> but they like get the wife in secret so basically the wives and the family don't know about each other and he did this at least six times uh, i was able to find some of the marriage records and uh yeah he was just like a pathological liar and he had like different kids or whatnot and i actually met side note i met a bunch of them once facebook got big in college I was like oh wow is your dad so-and-so and like oh yeah I mean, like, that's and, my and, dad. and they're like, "That's my dad too." Exactly. And uh, the, how old was I, what? What? When? Uh, how old? Or like, what uh, year was this that he was kind of doing this? Oh man, my dad is old as shit. Yeah, um, so this was like well, back when you could have multiple families. I've always been actually really fascinated about the guys from just a more of a story aspect about guys who would have multiple families because that seems like insanely difficult to juggle two families you're saying he had six families okay so he did this with six different families but here's the thing my dad wasn't one of those good old-fashioned bigamists where he's like yeah he's got different families he's hiding them from each other but he's still in all their lives and like you know he's trying to do the right thing he'd do this thing where he'd like have one family and then start the new family and then after a couple of years, like just be done with the old family. And he'd make up wild excuses. Like uh, for my half brother, uh, he said, he told the mom that he was, oh, he was like, so, uh, so he was in the military before. And he comes up with these like 
these delusions of grandeur where he was like involved in intelligence. And he was like, yeah, so I'm actually in the CIA. I've been in the CIA this whole time and uh, they want me to go undercover. And then <laughs> he added to that. He was like, plus I have cancer. So I'm like probably going to die anyways. <laughs> I mean, you almost have to if, for stuff like that. If you're kind of, you know, trying to do shit like that, you have to have these crazy stories. Like, what I mean is, was this like in the seventies, eighties? Uh, so my dad had me in the mid eighties. Uh, had my brother, but he he did this before then. So yeah, he started in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, I uh, guess at the time though, that was it probably was pretty easy if you just wanted to, you know, pack up your life and just move somewhere else. You probably could do that. Uh, and, oh, yeah. and just like you know just ghost your whole family and probably it would be hard for them to track you down what did he do for work though that it was in the military that's the interesting thing too so he would he didn't trust anybody like even me and my my full brother he would lie to us about everything he'd like and we were just so young like we stopped seeing him when i was like 14 and even to that time he was just would just hide so much stuff but uh, yeah, he was very secretive about his work, um, but I did find out. So here's the thing, Danny, like internet, I feel like internet killed the bigamy game. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I've, I've said that before is that it, it's, it's like it made it impossible. Yeah. Cause I Googled them one day, all of a sudden, like I had my own desktop. This was kind of, you know, AOL instant messenger had been a thing for a bit. And, uh, so I, I was just like, let me just Google him. Like I, I haven't looked into, into him in a few years. And his, his picture pops up first thing in Google. Uh, it says that he's a, a real estate agent. Uh, he told, last me and my brother heard from him, he was like, yeah, I'm moving to China, or no, not China, Japan. His newest uh, wife um, was this Japanese woman. He was like, yeah, we're going to move out there. And so, you know, good luck and <laughs> all that shit. And well, it seems uh, yeah, like he just makes this shit up. So he's like, you don't even bother trying to get a hold of him. Yeah. Oh, well, we stopped talking to him because, I mean, he had some issues, too. He was, like, just crazy and could get, like, pretty, like, angry and, and yeah. do weird stuff. Like, towards the end with my mom, he was, like, he, like, bought, like, a, a big rug and a shovel and was just, like, saying ominous shit. And I don't know that he would have done anything, but... Yeah, but you're just not, uh... Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't want to test him out on that. Yeah, he, he was a wild dude, and he just, like, came from, like, a real messed up background, but, but yeah, man, he got married in all different states. Uh, I hopped on Ancestry uh, just a few years ago, and wouldn't you know it, he got on there as well, so it automatically connected me to him, wow. and it was like, uh, and he just started showing me all these records from him, it was like, here's all these records from your dad, <laughs> and I saw, like, all his marriage records, they were all in different states, like, all around the country, and yeah, man, it's just so weird to that's, think about. Yeah, that's a crazy story. That I mean, the amount of lies that you have to keep up at one time. Although I guess like he wasn't trying to keep six families at once. He was just moving on from family to family. So he didn't have to maintain all these lies, I guess. Yeah, exactly. The most I think he ever had at once was three. And I mean, when he was with my mom, one of my earliest memories was... He brought me to this other woman's house that had a young daughter. I don't know if that was his kid or not. And then I was sitting on the couch and he's like kissing this woman. I, I must have been like four or five. Very early memory. And when he brought me home, I, I didn't, you know, I was too young to really know what was going on. So my mom walks in the room 
and uh and i was just like mom mom dad was kissing another woman and he like stood behind her giving me this like look of like you mother like yeah. like i broke bro code or something he's yeah. like how could you do this to me <laughs> like, what? that's great and what came of it like did your mom believe you my mom played it off. Uh, sh- she did, but my mom's got her own stuff. I think they were both kind of having affairs. They're both. Uh, oh, they're both you know, they're, just doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll say, you know, it was it, it was definitely a wild experience, uh, and it definitely, you know, they were talking about how fatherlessness can lead to some stuff, and I'll, I'll say it definitely put me in weird positions. Like I, I definitely can see how not having a dad you'd like get attracted to like you know being in a gang or something like I, when i was younger i was like so thirsty to find something like there was this one kid uh and he like was kind of like a leader in this korean pride gang at my school and i i would like look to i'd like look up to that guy and be like wow you know because like i just wanted someone that was like almost a father figure i didn't care what it was so i can see how you know, not having a father maybe could lead you down some yeah. dangerous ways because you're just I, looking for direction, you know? Yeah, I could see that. I, that, that definitely sounds like, uh, I could, yeah, I could see that. But, uh, yeah, that's a crazy story, though, the fucking six. That, that's, yeah. That, that's kind of like the, you know, traveling salesman shit you hear from, like, the 50s of a guy who just, like, yeah, he works on the East Coast on the weekends and the West Coast and during the week and then just has two families that, but the, keeps them up the whole time. Like, the family. Oh, dude, it, it was it was completely bizarre, and he was he was such a charming, good looking guy. Like, oh, I, have to, old, I mean, you have you know, to be like, like guys who pull that off have to be the most charming people in the world. That's the only way you can pull that off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's pretty crazy. And like, I only met my grandpa, his father, once, and he just randomly was like, "We're going on a trip to see your grandpa." I'm like, "What? Like, I have a, you have a dad." <laughs> And so we go out there, and uh, it, it was the strangest experience. Like, I found out he had, like, brothers that he never spoke to. Like, it was it was just the oddest thing, the most, like, dysfunctional kind of family. And I kind of learned that his, I don't know. It, it, I think that he went through a lot of, a lot of stuff where he, he was just so hurt as a kid that he just had this messed up personality disorder. And, uh yeah. Yeah, like yeah he, he, I'm sure he went through all sorts of shit, but yeah. I wonder, did, you, did you ever find out how he like got into like that, doing that? Oh, man. So I saw him one last time. Uh, I hadn't seen him in about 10 years. And basically, uh, my mom tracked him down because he had never paid any child support. Um, and so she was just like, I'm going to get him to just give you some money for college. I was like, all right, okay, whatever. And then he was like, I'm only going to give this money if I get to see him in person. So basically, he like wanted to intimidate us. So he made up this wild story. I, I was coming in there open hearted. I was like, maybe we can have like a watershed moment. Like, I- it had always been like that since I was little. I'd always hope that, you know, things would kind of like start being more healthy with him, but whatever. So I come see him. And I'm like, you know, coming in, like I said, kind of open-hearted, being like, hey, you know, we'll see each other and maybe we'll figure things out. Dude, it was worse than it was before. He was saying, he was saying, I don't even have any money these days. So actually, my best friend uh, is the, uh, like, the, the chief, like, the leader of the NSA. And he had to loan me the money to be able to pay you this, just so you know. Like, doing things to, like, intimidate me, swear to God, he what? said that. How old I are you? I swear to God. How old are you? 
so right now I'm 37. 37, okay. But no, I'm saying at the time. At the time, how old were you? Uh, so I stopped seeing him when I was 14. It was 10 years later, so I must have been around like 28. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It seems like that would be the type of behavior that you would expect from a person who would do that, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, we there was just no getting down to it. My other one of my other half brothers tried to connect with him. Um, funny thing, because my dad actually tried to join. <laughs> this probably relates. I make a joke that this probably related to the bigamy side. He tried to go legit. He tried to join the Mormon Church when I was first born. Oh, really? It, yeah. So it was like, oh man, man, you trying to do like the polygamy thing? You like you trying to go legit, or <laughs> is, <laughs> you want to bring all the wives in and do like a big love situation? Well, What's it seems on? like yeah. Uh-huh. He, he, I, I, I imagine maybe he was like having issues with juggling them all, and he's like, "There's got to be a better way to do this, like a legal <laughs> way where I can just everybody knows about each other." And yeah, good luck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. So my my older half brother, uh, he ended up ironically um you know joining the mormon church and so he's like oh i've got something i could connect with that about and reached out to him and my dad even lied about that he's like oh no i never did that that never happened like everything you know you just can't be straight up about anything and like you said probably can't even keep probably can't even keep his life straight but uh yeah i mean it would be difficult it seems like it'd be very difficult yeah yeah just a bizarre bizarre upside down uh, world he's living in for sure, and I'm sure he's going to live to be old as shit. Is he I just, still, is I just he's still alive it. right now? As far as I know, I mean, I don't. I tried to reach out to him, uh, you know, when I just had like some some just events in life and wanted to reach out. I kind of like gone to therapy or whatever, and and thought about some things and wanted to just kind of like say my piece. And uh, he never like responded on anything, well, but that's, um, that sucks. Yeah, yeah and it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Like I'm, be much more thankful for you know my family that I have, and it it gives me something to like aim the opposite direction of. Like now I'm like you know, yeah. um, going to like a church and uh, you know very much family oriented with my own family, and you, so if kids? anything, you kind of scared me straight. Do you have yeah, kids? yeah, you have kids. And yeah, I got kids, and um, you know, very involved in their life, and just yeah. So I guess in that way, it's a good, it's a good thing. But um, I guess yeah. as long as you don't find yourself with a secret family in a couple of years from now. <laughs> <laughs> if I had one, would I tell you, man? I mean, uh, that would be a good point. You can't really tell. Well, you could call it anonymously and tell us about the secret family. Come in like kind of like an alt account kind of yeah okay yeah, I got you yeah um, all right cool thanks for uh, the porn bots have arrived in the chat everybody uh, thanks for calling in though I appreciate it that was a cool story yeah all thanks right. Danny goodbye yeah I've, I've, I'm telling you I've always been fascinated by that I always have uh, yeah you made it again uh, have I oh we got a call here hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Check one, two. Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's James from PA. Oh, James from PA. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah. How how was your uh, How was your Fourth of July? It was good. Yeah. Went down to down to the water. Did some camping. Got the kids out. Touched some grass. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds pretty good. All in all. Um. So what's up? What do you want to talk about? 
What's the topic? It's uh, bad advice. The topic advice, right? is bad advice. I'm giving out bad advice. I, I want. I hadn't done a b- bad advice episode in uh, a month, so I was going to do a bad advice episode slash open lines. It's kind of always open yeah. lines. That's that's <laughs> that's the dirty little secret about this show is you can really call in and talk about whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I but, hear it, yeah. but I, and I, I mean, there was obviously another shooting yesterday, but I don't know. I, I can't do a episode oh, on this yeah. every week. <laughs> It'd be. Uh... You'd have to do a couple episodes a week to keep up, right? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it would it would be at least I don't know two or three a month. I saw that. Uh, what was it? MK Ultra was trending on uh, Twitter. There yeah, because the kid was something like I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even look into it that much, but uh, yeah, I saw something with MK Ultra. Uh, so what's yeah, up? People going nuts. It's all chaos at this point. So I think the best way to go is comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's what do you want to talk about? Well, let's get your worst advice on how to quit smoking. How your worst advice on how I would quit? How to smoking. the worst of well? How long have you smoked for? I use. How long have you smoked for? Uh, it's been off and on for like ten years. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's like comes back like when you go to work and shit, and it depends on who you work with. Like yeah, doing people construction around you smoking. Yeah, yeah. If you're outside, especially out here. It's like everybody still smokes. Yeah. And everybody's freaking out over the fact that they're going to cap the nicotine on cigarettes. I saw Do that. You think? They're in Canada, they're going to put actual warnings on every single cigarette. Like individually. Oh, right on the filter. Like right on the pa- no, right on the paper, like on the actual cigarette. They're saying that. I don't know if they're going to do that, but um, you can watch uh, cancer just slowly burn away. Yeah. You- have you? Have you? I mean, I imagine you've tried to quit smoking. Yeah, many times, multiple times. I've quit for like months at a time before. Have you read that book that everybody reads? No, it's not. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but there's a book that you can read. Uh, (laughs) Someone just said it, Alan Carr. That's who it is. It's this book. This guy wrote this book. It's like small. It's like you know, you can read it in half an hour. And I know many people who have quit smoking from reading this book. Uh, that could be a little snapshot of like the worst advice. I don't know what the yeah, name of it is. No, no it's, it is this guy, Alan Carr. Alan Carr. There's, people are saying it in the ah. chat because it's, it's this famous book, but I've seen so many instances of people uh, like quit expecting from reading this book. Perspectively. Yeah. The, the main thing I'd say about it is that you can't uh, be an occasional smoker. Cause, ah, okay. Because that I find, I, I've seen so many people who are like smoke and then they're, they, they uh, basically are like, want to oh, just I'll, do I'll it at night or something. I'll have it at the bar and then you wake up and you're, you smoke the next morning. Yeah. You know, and it's just I've like, definitely tried that. Just have one at night. And I mean, there were periods where I could do that and it was cool because it like, it felt like a little reward and it hit a lot harder when you just had one per day and then a pack lasted you 20 days if you did it yeah. correctly. Yeah, um, Sniper Joe said he's a he's, he says he's an occasional smoker once every week or two, but he's not addicted. Yeah. That's the thing. I had a friend like that, uh, m- my friend who he would smoke like one cigarette a day. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't even know what the point of this is. I guess I guess that's how you <laughs> should do it, though. Like if you smoke cigarettes, you should just smoke one a day. Yeah, it's that perspective of like a reward or something at the end of the day. I think that's why a lot of people switch to cigars because then it's like something you just chill, you do it. Have you, have you tried? I've been seeing tons of people with those snooze packets or whatever. You know those little like yeah, they're around. Dip, dip I never, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Smoking is just the nastiest. Uh, it's... Yeah, it really depends where you're at. 
because like when it's I like mean, I said, not when you're drink like when if you're drinking it's great. Yeah, that's the other part. Like because I was a musician for a while, being in bars, and I had quit smoking for a while, and then once I started doing uh, bars again, it was tough. So I tried to move out of the bars into like breweries and stuff because at least a lot of the ones in New York, you know, it was all clean but then yeah. there's a lot of places still in pa they still smoke in the bar hardly any ventilation that's pretty crazy. tough yeah <laughs> I, yeah i mean quitting smoking is hard do you like do a lot of people around you smoke or just at work they do uh yeah it was just a work thing now yeah. it's more like uh just a thing i can't seem to really quit and yeah. uh I would say the best advice i would have for you is read the book just because i know so many people who have read the book and people in the uh yeah people keep changes playing. perspective on it. yeah 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 uh but yeah try the book let me know uh how it goes and uh hopefully All right. yeah yeah anything else you want to talk about might be some good or bad advice yeah. <laughs> well, we'll horrible see. book yeah yeah maybe maybe you're like i smoke fucking four packs a day now because of your stupid book i had a friend a friend of mine's dad who smoked two packs a day and he actually got hypnosis and somehow worked i've seen a lot of i don't know hypnosis is coming up in tons of different podcasts tons of different people i listen to from like uh what sam harris he talks about it a lot i mean there's leftists and rightists like people from all across the spectrum that just like talk about that i don't know um it's obviously it's not something i see locally like you drive around you don't really see like hypnosis shops so yeah, i don't yeah. know well anyways but, i'd um, say get the, get the book try it out uh yeah. someone says I got hypnosis and worked for nearly a year. Enter username. So that, that might help. Uh, give it a try and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. I just wanted to say I uh, rewatched your special, yes. the, uh, the International Jew. I saw a clip of it and wanted to rewatch it again. It's uh, very funny. Oh, you did me. great work, and I think it, it needs a lot more views than yeah, it does. So yeah, yeah. Everybody in the chat, share that shit out. Yeah, share it. Do exactly what Bass James is saying. It's a polished set, man. It really is. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate and, it. And I, I want to see this type of platform work, like like with the shit that Andrew Schultz is doing. He's he's selling it. He said fuck you to Netflix because yeah. he wanted to keep a lot of jokes. And I yeah, think, yeah. you know, we need to be able to make fun of everything. It's the whole point. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's like it's just crazy that a streamer is, you know, has issues with a few jokes. Just like you know, you bought his special, you you get what you get. <laughs> right, and he already paid the money to make it a huge special yeah I mean, exa exactly it's, and a lot of people i think aren't understanding like i mean he had to really pay a huge team huge production team filmed uh, multiple yeah. shows oh, well, huge well, I, i'm pretty sure if yeah. it's, it's the show it was we were at the after party it was at the what is it the radio city music hall it's like a crazy huge venue you know yeah yeah, yeah. um anyways cool it looks really good thanks so, james yeah share that shit out buy his special have a good night yeah thanks, thanks for you. bye All right, bye Base James, everybody, trying to quit smoking. Um, someone says, the streaming service that produced Cuties told Schultz he had to cut jokes from a special. That's, uh, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. Oh, we got a call from Canada. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Yeah, what's going on, man? Calling about my uh, secret family. Yeah, you got to see. Are you calling about the secret family? All right. Who am I speaking with? No, I'm just teasing you. I'm oh. just teasing you, man. I'm I'm Riley. I'm from Nova Scotia, Canada. I'm a big fan of the Boy Scouts. Oh, thanks, man. How's it going, Riley? How are things over in Nova Scotia? You have a good Canada? Uh, they're there? all 
Yeah, Canada was good. Everything else is kind of fucked up. You know how Canada is right now. Uh, yes, I've heard some things. I've heard some things. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to talk about? All right. So I was uh, I was at the grocery store yesterday, and I got uh, this, this lady's number, and it turned out she was in her 50s. I'm 28, so uh, now i got a date with her tomorrow. How, do you fi- how did you find out she's in her 50s? We, we've been chatting. Oh, okay. And she, but she didn't look like she was in her fifties. I would say like early forties. Early forties. All right. That's uh, that's pretty solid. And what do you need some advice on what to do? Or what, yes, like, what, for what, sure. What's uh, what's what are you going to do? Just go grab drinks, or what's the plan? I'm going to her house. You're just going to her house. Yeah. That's just like the first date. You're just go. She's going to come to my house. Doesn't yeah, sound, doesn't sound like you need any help. To be honest. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, what, what what am I to expect? Um, well, I th- would say probably not. Uh, you don't have to expect her getting pregnant. That's probably uh, off, wh- off the table uh, on account of her age. So that's there's that at least. Uh, but I don't know. I've never been on a date with a woman in her fifties. Is that is this a thing you've done before? Nah, never. I just was feeling brave yesterday. And you just, you were just like walking around the grocery store and just the produce aisle and you saw her? She, she, yeah, she was in the checkup behind me and I was like, damn. Uh, and we were chatting and stuff. I didn't ask her there. Uh, we were leaving. She got on this fucking motor... Oh, sorry if I can't swear on here. Yeah, you can... Uh, it's on it's YouTube. You can swear as much as you want. Right, right on, right on. Uh, and she was on this like sexy ass motorbike it was so dope and i caught her at a red light and i was like you know can i give you my number you single whatever and it was just like that nice nice riley yeah you did riley dog um (laughs) yeah in terms of uh advice for dating a woman in her 50s I don't. I don't really have. I mean, are you trying to like, uh, like, just just want to go on some dates? Are you trying to find a girlfriend? Like, would you have? A, would you be willing to have a girlfriend in her fifties? I think I could short term. Short term. So then, no, really. Is is that not really a, a no? Is it not really no? Well, well, how long term? You know. And well, if she's like, you know, you start going out and some dates with her, and you know things are going well. And then, you know, like every girl or woman, uh, you know, they are like, so what's the deal here? And she goes, like, do you want to be in a committed relationship with me? At that point, you're just like, no. This was fun. Yeah, I think I could do it. This lady's smoking. Yeah? Oh, she's real. She's a real uh, firecracker, if you will? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. She get on that motorbike. I was like, damn. All right. Well, then, uh, yeah, I mean, best of luck to you on that one. I guess does she have she kids or anything? Uh, yeah, she got a daughter. I don't know how old. Probably like close to your age, no? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's obviously, like more power too if that's if that's uh, what you're into. Go fucking sure. get after it, Riley. Would you do it? Uh no, I don't think so. Oh. I'm not. I've never, I don't know. I don't think I would go on a date with a woman who's in her fifties. That's. It's just. Well, what would your reason? What? what? Not, well, my reason would be that. Uh, uh, just. 
like I don't know. I, I just feel like I couldn't be in a long term relationship with someone who's that much older than me. Mm, for men, want, just, just different parts of your that. life. I mean, she's probably like menopausal. <laughs> you wouldn't want to just try it out. Uh, I could. I mean, maybe in uh, s- some scenario, I could tr- like try it out. But in terms of like actually like being serious with someone who's in their fifties, probably not. No. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, Riley, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, brother. Take care. Okay, bye. That was Riley. Uh, caller wants permission to date a woman in her fifties. Yes. Uh, yes, the caller does want permission to date a woman in her fifties. All right. We got a call here. Hello. Thanks for calling low value mail. Who am I speaking Hello. with? Hello. I got through. Yeah, you got through. A lady. Oh, a girl caller. Yes. So we're getting our diversity stats up. I appreciate you calling. Yo. Yes. Who am I speaking with? One for the birthing people. Yes. Plus one for the birthing people. Correct. Yeah. Uh, who, who am I speaking with here? Just call me Allison or Allison. something. That's fine. Allison. That's fine. Yeah. That's a good. So uh, what's up, Allison? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, I do have some like bad advice, but it's like it's kind of girl advice, and you might not want to give it, and your and your viewers might want not want to hear it. So no, give talk. it. No, give it. This is okay. The, this I, is have, the Allison show. I have a I have a quote unquote friend who's a female. Okay. Yeah. And whenever she's around, she's just insulting. What do you mean? It's she's, like the she, whole friendship. It's like the whole friendship. She's insulting you. Oh yeah. How it's so? The whole friendship. Oh God! Where to begin and where to end? It's just that's that's just her. She she considers that like just her shtick, and like I shouldn't have a problem with it because I should know we're friends. Like her shtick is just like being kind of like a bitch. Yeah, her shtick is just like being an obnoxious bitch. Yeah, that's not a good. And uh, and I've like given myself time to look over this friendship, and I'm just like, why do I like you? Like, why do I hang out with you? Why do I like like? Why do you hang out with her? Yeah, no, I don't have an answer. So How long have you known her for? A long time. So that's probably why you hang out with her is just because. No, no, we're in we're in different states, and so the the point was she she gave me two days notice to let me know she was coming to my city. Okay. And I I, I didn't respond, and I still haven't responded, and she's gone. And well, she already came like, and went. Just came and went. I just feel like I think this is how it should end. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it sounds like you're not really into this, this friendship at all and you're not getting much out of it. Yeah, just like never respond. Cause I feel like if I were to respond and say, like, hey, so maybe the next time you're in town, like, you might want to give me more than two days' notice and then we could, like, plan something. That's just gonna, like, a freaking bomb will go off. That'll just be, like, an endless, endless fight. It's, it seems like, regardless if you did that or this, your the same outcome will be just not. Yeah, I'm just like, what? What am I getting out of this? Like, what are you getting out of this? Like, why do what, you do what, this? What does she get out of it? I have no idea. Like, does she not have, have a no lot of idea. friends? She, maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah. But I've, like, I've had the conversation with her before. But, like, do you know, like, how to have friends? Because you don't... This isn't what... How friends act. Yeah. Such a and what, bitch, and what, such she, a what did she say? Is, she, is there alcohol bitch, involved? such a bitchy thing to say. You're just such a bitch and you're so judgmental. Like, okay. She calls you a bitch? Yeah. That's, right? Like, Is there alcohol involved? No. It's this just, is just who she is. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, it's, she's not your family. Like, yeah. For, for, for friends, if, you know, you don't like people you're friends with, there's nothing that's pretty easy to cut them out. 
Yeah, I'm feeling like, okay. So I appreciate that as a confirmation. And the uh, shoot, to like, I don't really want to touch on the shootings topic, but I kind of just am seeing America now as like a massive machine that's like spiraling out of control. Yeah. And just and, in, in what way? Just in kind of everything? Yeah, in just like every single possible way. Sorry, that's not hopeful. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, you don't, you don't need to have hope. Hope is for Obama. We're in yeah, Biden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it just, but I feel like there's always going to be a teeny little fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a population of any population that's just not doing so hot. It's just in America, they have reason, not they have like prodding to make them flip out, it seems like. What, what do you mean? I feel because the, the uh, society as a whole is, it just feels like a machine. It just feels yeah, like. I mean, it is a bit of, yeah, it is a bit of a yeah, machine. I, I mean, mean, it's the whole thing. And people are feel like they're cogs in the machine. Yeah, you don't feel like you matter. I mean, if, if you're a person who is like this kid, like, you probably didn't have any friends his whole life. Maybe he was a bitch. Maybe he was just such a dick. He just uh. insulted it was around. They're like, God, I can't stand being around. Uh, this I guy. mean, it's possible. I mean, he's, he's yeah. definitely a, <clears throat> a bit of a dickhead with what he did. To, yeah. To put it I, lightly, I don't think there's a solution except for people need to like. <laughs> there's no real solution. This is so hopeless. Um, what is your What is your solution to the gun uh, epidemic in America? I don't think it has to do with guns. I think it has to do with that people feel like so fundamentally. Uh, disposable and uh, faceless number within a massive machine. Yeah, I don't know if that's this kid's story. I don't know if he worked in corporate America yet, but I mean... Uh, I, I don't think he did, but I don't know if you saw a photo <laughs> of him, but he had tattoos all yeah, over his face. Yeah, that's what we forward to, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just, I feel like really, like, and this is going to sound so not even remotely related, but starting your own business and figuring out how to be self-actualizing yeah. and making your income aside from what the system is kind of gearing you towards because you're being geared towards you're being geared towards different aspects of this giant machine so you're either being geared towards a corporate job or you're being geared depending on your socioeconomic status you're being geared towards prison or you're being geared towards uh unemployment for the most part yeah so yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, that's the, well said the american dream of like everyone has the ability to uh, have a dream, make it come to life, and that has to come through a lot of different avenues, but business as one of them, and people feeling like they're empowered to be entre entrepreneurs, and they can make a living on their own without, you know, sacrificing their personality and their character and their soul to this big, massive corporate dance that we all do. I yeah. feel like that, I mean, I'm just one person, right? Yeah, yeah. well, that. I mean, everybody's just one person. That's you can only. Right. You, yeah, we're all just one person. You can only a do. culture shift that like actually appreciates what it is to be American and actually appreciates the idea of being free and yeah. not being beholden to anyone. Yeah, and you know that you, if you want to, you. I mean, it's it's not like this is the best country to do that anymore, but you still have the option. It's still pretty good. I don't know. It's still yeah. pretty good country. Um, all right. Thank you for calling in, Allison. I no problem. I appreciate you. Uh, thanks again. Have a good night. Thanks to you I and your viewers, listeners. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. A woman. I should probably not get too excited about that. Uh, it's not It's not a good look. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no solutions here. There's no. Sol I'm blackpilled. I'm blackpilled. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? 
Danny, what's going on? It's Andrew. Andrew, how's it going, Andrew? How are things? They are going pretty well. Hey, Danny, I'm going to ask you for some advice for the boys. Yeah. Uh, I just moved uh, across the country, kind of, and uh, just meeting new people and stuff. What's your advice for getting out there and uh, making some new friends with some common interests? Uh, new friends who are uh, guys? Or, or yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say if it's guys, the best thing is just like any hobby. You have to have some sort of hobby. Something that, yeah. you know, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I would say like any sort of sports is, is generally good. Uh, if do you play sports at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I played lacrosse when I was in high school, um, which I loved Ryan talking about lacrosse. Yeah, Ryan's, on the Ryan's a big That's lacrosse it. guy. Ryan's big in the lacrosse. Yeah, well, he was talking about it as if it's like surviving World War Two. He's oh. like, "Oh, people are breaking their arms and shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they they get crazy in the cross, but I, maybe it's a little hyperbole from Ryan. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think the best thing to do is like, especially if you don't know anybody, is you know, join a gym, like go, uh, you know, any sort of like hobby things that can just get you with a group of similar people. Because I think a lot of people are, they have the same motivations too, that they're trying to meet people. There's always the option as well is uh, if you meet a girl that you can kind of just absorb her into her friend group. Yeah. So I have a girlfriend and we're, we're doing the long distance thing for now. Oh, that's um, yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think it's going to be worth it, but yeah, yeah. no, no it's, I'm just saying it just sucks to have to do, but um, what's, what's the plan? When is she coming uh, to where you are. Yeah. So she's a nurse. So she's like still under contract at the hospital that she was at. So, um, she can't come for like another five months. So, oh, that's oh, uh, whatever. Five months. That's doable. Yeah. It's not that bad. It, it's a little lame right now, but you know, we'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You get to be like a kind of a bachelor for five months a bit. <laughs> yeah. But more like focus on work. Yeah. Yeah. I guess not, not a bachelor in terms of like, uh, like being with other women, I mean, just whatever, being by yourself, uh, you know, ha- having the place to yourself, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'd say it, you you moved for work. I did, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, again, you'll just meet people at work. Uh, I think most people just end up being friends with the people they work with, just because it's the easiest. Uh, yeah. Option. Do you have a lot of people at your, at your like who work there? Like, is it a big company? Um, no, so I, I kind of, like, work out in the field, like, independently. Oh, so, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a little isolating in that sense. Yeah, I'd say in that case, then you got to go to the hobbies, join join a gym or whatever sports thing, anything like that. Yeah. Um, hey, well, thanks for the advice, Danny. Yeah, no problem. I wish I had better advice. Uh, you could actually go on the weird, if you're really weird, go on, like, the Tinder friends thing, but I feel like that's the most yeah, damaged good. of damaged goods. Yeah, no, also I feel like, uh, you know, having the Tinder app on your phone is a, a quick recipe. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Be like, baby, I, I swear, it's just for <laughs> meeting guys. No, no not gay yeah. stuff, just no. friends. No, yeah, it's some, it's like Grinder, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> cool, thanks, buddy, yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, have okay, a good one. Okay, yeah, uh, you know what? That's it's interesting. That has been a pretty common question that I've received. Uh, th- that is a thing that a lot of guys are dealing with, where they can't meet friends. By the way, Giuseppe says, "Can we get the likes to a hundred, please?" Yeah, c- hit those, hit those likes. Help me with the algorithm. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? 
Hey, this is David from Texas. How you David doing, man? David from Texas. How's it going? Oh, it's uh, it's going all right, man. I uh, surprised I got on, but yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got on. Uh, what did you want to talk about? <laughs> Have you called before? So I haven't. I haven't. Okay. So I've, I've listened to you, your podcast since you started it for a while, but I've never called in. But cool. uh, so, so yeah, I just thought I called the show. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so I just based off of the, my, I guess my bad advice would be piggybacking off the last guy a little bit. Um, yeah. So I know I know you and Ryan have your own thoughts on on long COVID. So I'll just say that uh, I've been dealing with a chronic illness for the last. No, I, uh, I would like to to say that I don't. Uh, I believe long COVID exists. I I don't think okay. lo- I don't think long COVID's fake. I definitely believe that long COVID exists, but I also believe that people who don't have long COVID are saying they have long COVID. Oh, for sure. Because yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where it can't be verified really. Like I'm sure there are some ways that can be verified, like, uh, you know, lung capacity or whatever, but there's it, people are just like, yeah, I'm just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Long COVID. And unfortunately for me, it's like, so it's been, my symptoms like have escalated to the point where this in December, I actually got fired because I couldn't, keep up with work anymore. Oh, dude, and, that, sucks. Uh, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's like with me, I've, I've seen a million doctors and finally found a good neurologist who kind of has my back and able to find that I'm dealing with, I've got like brain inflammation that we've been working to calm down that's been affecting my whole nervous system. But this whole experience has been, I mean, really isolating. You know, I'm 31. I, uh, I moved from, I was working in Salt Lake City and I moved for, uh, to Texas to buy a house because the housing market was down here and yeah. uh, was, was better down here. Okay. And, uh, and as soon as I, within a couple of weeks, my symptoms got so bad that like I haven't been able to work and since. What, do you know when you, like when you had COVID? So I had COVID initially, um, in April of 2021. Um, and actually COVID hit me kind of hard. Uh, I was in bed uh, for a couple of weeks, and they had they sent me home. I had to be on an oxygen machine for a while, so it wasn't like a ventilator. It wasn't like it, they would consider it like a moderate case of COVID. And I actually within Damn, after the two weeks, right. yeah, yeah. But uh, after the two weeks, I was actually fine. Um, you know, I, I uh, but then a, about eight weeks, you know, almost a couple months later, and and I know I. Well, let me say this, because I don't want to accidentally get you in trouble, but if somebody uh, was to say that they had a bad reaction to the vaccine, yeah. uh, is that something they'd be allowed to say on the show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, I think so. Like, I get it's Like, I think so. We're not making any claims. You're just saying... Sure. Well, yeah, so what I can say is, so I got vaccinated uh, a couple months later, and within 24 hours, um, I got severe spine pain with that then caused like numbness to radiate over the whole right side of my back. And, uh, I started having stabbing chest pains, had to go to the hospital. Which Um, which vaccine did you take? Uh, Pfizer. It was just the first dose. Because the thing is, and I mean, like I I said on a previous episode, but in Canada, they're actually paying people out for having adverse, uh, reactions to the vaccine. So this isn't some, (laughs) this isn't some fringe thing. Like the government of Canada is acknowledging that some people in some instances had, adverse reactions and they're paying them disability essentially well i hope the u.s gets to that someday because there's unfortunately you know thank thank goodness it's a low percentage of everybody who's been vaccinated you know i don't have i don't have any opinions on like whether people should or shouldn't get vaccinated that's all i'm saying but yeah but i've you know with this whole situation of 
you know, I've kind of been forced to try to meet other people and find other people that are just going through the same experience because it's been like so life changing. Wait, is this so you're saying the advice for the last caller is to get long COVID? So, so, you can meet people so with, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So we're kind of rambling a little bit here. Oh, okay. So I guess what I'm <laughs> trying to say is, you know, something that's been really hard is over the last year, especially since December, I've been at home. Haven't been able to work. Uh, I mean, even for a while, I, I couldn't even walk for like a month. I That's couldn't. Just, uh, what, you just didn't have the like lung capacity. Like you're just t- got so. No, tired? so it's it's um, it's caused such severe uh, fatigue. So part of like what's going on, they think, is like a, a vascular thing, which is then causes some people it causes like all their muscles to not be able to get enough energy. And it's just, I had such severe uh, fatigue that my legs would collapse from under me. I couldn't hold myself up anymore. That's crazy. That sucks. And, um, but, and thankfully, like, since I've been seeing this neurologist a couple months ago, we've been focusing on just trying to lower, like, bodily inflammation. And I've seen a lot of improvement. I can drive again. I can, like, go, uh, you know, I can go go to the grocery store just fine. You know, I'm not dealing with heart stuff anymore as much. Uh, So it's, like, Thankfully, I've seen improvement, but I'm not working, and what's been kind of demasculating, I think, is, you know, it's been super lonely. You know, I'm just here at home all the time, and I've tried, like, you know, I've been able to go out and try to meet people, but there's always this thought of, like, man, like, I don't have a job. Like, I'm, I'm not well enough that I can hold a job right now, and right. so I'm just kind of thinking, like, is it uh, in your, I mean, should I even, should I just stop trying, you know? No, because it's just like I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't say stop trying. Like, uh, I mean, you have a pretty good reason. Uh, well, sure, sure. I mean, just, everybody can have their reason, though. But it's at the end of the day, it's like I don't have a job. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? and and you and you don't like. Do you foresee being able to hold down a job? You know, if, if things continue, like if the level, like I said, I've been seeing slow improvement over the last couple months, and if things keep improving the way that they are, um, I'm really hopeful that in the next few months I'll be in a spot where I can hold a job again. And you are, know, you trying to, are, you, like, are you trying to meet, like, uh, like date and stuff? Yeah, you know, it's like everybody's human and, you know, wants companionship and, and, and friends and stuff, and so as far as dating, you know, I've, I've met some people, and but as far as, like, putting myself out there and, and uh, like trying to meet people. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I don't know if this is up your alley, but there's a lot of really hot anti-vaxxer chicks. And if you tell <laughs> them your story, like if you meet, like say go on like some Facebook group that has like, you know, Patriots Unite or whatever, you know, like what I'm talking about. And then right, you, you right. go in there and then you're <laughs> like, I was a normal, you know, I had, I was totally fine. had a job, blah, blah, blah. But then I took the vaccine and now this is how I am. You'll 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 be shaken off fast with a stick, I think, because <laughs> they'll love you. They'll be like, "Oh man, like you're you're you you were uh, <laughs> an example for our cause." Well, kind of exactly, thing, right? you are an example for the cause. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it's you're not lying, right. and then they'll kind of appreciate you because you know they'll be like, "Oh, this poor guy is." This is what we're trying to help uh, stop. You know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, but yeah, yeah that's I, interesting. I never thought I, about I mean, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to stand Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of uh, alternative solutions here, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't like. It, it really, it's a health issue at this point that you have. So I don't know if it would. I, I understand you're saying maybe your sense of self is. Uh, you're a bit down on yourself because of it, but I don't know. People are generally understanding. I, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. I get you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I would, I would just yeah, go try to meet people and I don't know, I just maybe ease into it. 
Yeah, I mean, is that because I mean, is that something? Obviously, I've just found, you know, with you know, with dating apps or something. You know, I don't know if <laughs> if I should even if I should put in like the about section of like you know before I even match with people. It's like, yeah, by the way, I'm sick and I don't have a job. You know, I can't imagine that yeah, going well. I, and like, uh, so should, I don't. Should I, is that something I should hide to, with people no, for them until they get to know no, me I, and then th- th- and then sneak it on them? You no, know, I think like, you probably have to put it in the bio but in terms of the job thing i don't think you necessarily because like you will have a job right once you're healthy hopefully yeah, yeah. or else like i mean i've got to i've got to figure once my savings are completely gone i mean i have to figure something out yeah but i mean you had a job before this right, right, Is right. That, well you, just, you there's no you can't get that job back or what's the issue you know, I actually made an agreement for them to give me medical leave to see if I could get better for a couple months. And so after a couple, I made an agreement that I would resign if I wasn't better after a couple months. Oh, so, and you, so you have to resign now. So that yeah. job, uh, no. And I wouldn't. And I was actually I was managing the uh, the customer support side of a like a small tech company. Okay. And um, well, I mean, it's tough. I feel like I wouldn't be able to handle that kind of job like like right now. Even for I mean, home? I just. No, I just don't even have the brain capacity to be able oh, to to yeah. have that much responsibility right now. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would say be open with that kind of thing. I I don't think it'll do you any favors to save it to the date and then you know. But I, right. I mean, a lot yeah, of people I think will be understanding of it. I don't think it's it's not something you know you did. All right. Yeah. You know that's uh, that's I think that's some good advice that I can work with. Yeah. That's I've been toiling with in my mind. Yeah, well, uh, you know, if if you uh, want to follow up, f- feel free to call back and let us know how it goes. Yeah, appreciate it, man. All right, take care. Later, buddy. All right, bye. Yes, long COVID stinks. Uh, we, I have been vocal about long COVID, but I'm gonna, again, I, I do believe it exists. I just think people lie about having it. He was not lying. Oh, about Hello. Again. Oh, what's up, man? Hey, the cannon. The cannon. The cannon's back. He's ready to fire one off. The cannon's back, ready to fire one off. All, All right, right. This, is fresh. this is fresh hop. This just happened. So this girl I've been fucking for probably almost a year now, on and off. She's not very attractive. She's getting a little more attractive. You know, she's as serious about the gym. Okay. So she tells me to come over. I come over, right? I'm expecting some head. She had, she had just been out of town. She, she was probably looking crazy how she was gonna suck me off all, all this shit how she was gonna go crazy and she saw me next right okay i get over there she's like let's go get some food i'd buy this bitch some chick-fil-a right <laughs> okay we, yeah. get, we, we get back and uh i could tell like i i i'm like thinking okay let's get some fucking head going right so i came over here for and yeah. uh you know she was she's making out just a little less uh vigorousness than i was used to from her and i could tell someone's up she she says, let me go. I got to go get some water, which is normally what she'll do before she, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. me off. Sure. Yeah. So, so she goes to get some water. She's got an apple watch, right? So just know that for later. She, as she's walking back in the room, she gets a call from her friend, right? And it's an emergency. She's got to go right oh, now. Oh, that's a lie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's so I'm instantly like, this that bitch. Like, I should let this bitch have it. Like, you are not hot enough to be pulling some shit like this. Plus, she wants me to watch her stupid fucking pit bull when she's in Jamaica next week. And I'm like, you think I'm going to do this for free? She, I've been watching Andrew Tate lately. Oh, dude, you're on the Andrew Tate? Oh, dude, like oh, yeah, man. Exactly. She does not know what she's getting into. I've been watching Fresh and Fit, like, fucking religious. Oh, she's, she's in trouble. Yeah. So, and plus, like I said, not that hot. 
you know, not to brag, but I've got other options that are much. Uh, I mean, I would say, I would say, food. if you have other options, then just go with the other options. But no, but it's also like for literally the past three hundred days to a year, she'll just come over, give me head, and leave. All right, I don't have to do anything. So true. it's like pretty sweet. Deal, yeah, but those deals, those deals end eventually. Those deals yeah. always eventually end. Those they they are temporary always. Okay. Because she's gonna be like, "What am I doing?" She probably is doing it because she wanted to date you, and then she realized that you're not don't want to date her, and then you kick her out every time she finishes or you finish. <laughs> yeah, then, she does not finish. Or whatever. You're, yeah. So and then she's like, "What <laughs> the fuck am I doing here? This is crazy." Yeah. Now and I now I feel like she's trying to extract some value out of me. She she wanted to get food. She wants you to watch the dog. Yeah. And you know, I was like, "That's a fair trade. I probably deserve to do some bullshit now." Yeah. But that can't come with a lack of payment. You know what I'm yeah, this is, seems like a very toxic uh, uh, relationship yeah. that you guys have going on here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for calling in the cannon. The cannon. Yeah, I, I got some more advice. Real yeah, quick yeah, yeah. What, what else you got? Yeah, yeah. Hop got? on some fucking steroids, you fucking pussy. Stop like, complaining. Yeah. Get on some gear. Go watch some Derek more plays, more dates, and turn your fucking life around. Yeah. Maybe watch some Andrew Tate. Maybe supplement that. Maybe watch some boys cast because you guys would shit on a guy with long COVID. Uh, well, we wouldn't shit. Would, no, we wouldn't shit on him. He's, he I mean, he sounded guy. like he legit had just serious uh, uh, yeah, issues. Yeah, but okay. uh, but it, it depends. But I, I'd say maybe wait on the steroids. The, the I would say for him, mm-hmm. he wants to maybe give the steroids uh, six months before he really. Okay. Get, yeah, try my thing first, and then fucking full on okay. <laughs> over Tate and roids all night. Pumpertain roids would be where you're trying to go. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, buddy. Thanks for calling. You're the man. Thank Take you. Care, All right. That was the cannon. Based the cannon. Telling you to fucking just get on uh, roids. All right. Oh, is this? Is he, hello? Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, Danny. How's it going? It's uh, Ryan from Denver. Ryan uh, from Denver. For the first couple episodes. Yes, Ryan from Denver. I'm an electrician. Yes. yes, yes, sir. I, I remember. I remember. How are things with you, Ryan? I've been real busy. I'm glad I actually have advice that I might need now. Okay, shoot, shoot. So it, it's hard to like get it out, but I was sort of uh, on a simp period for a while there. But uh, did you say a simp period? Yes, okay. a simp period. Okay, okay. I was uh, I was paying money to this girl for uh, nudes. Okay, but she, she she wasn't like an OnlyFans girl. It was just like a sure girl. That she is, wasn't like like a no. She's like a mutual friend that like. How does how does I that ran, how does that uh, arrangement come to be? Uh, it was it was just random. Like I really like just asked her one day. I was like, "Yo, would you ever like be down to sell me some like nudes?" Okay. And like that's how that's how like that started. Okay, but recently I've actually like started seeing her. Okay. So uh, you're, you're dating her now? Uh, yes. Okay, so this is a kind of a, uh, ha- a happy story, I guess. It's, 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 so that's where the advice comes okay. in that I'm kind of looking for. Yeah. So she does see me more as just like a sugar daddy. Oh. And I, I do kind of want to eventually sort of push it into a relationship area. What do you think this is? Pretty, you, pretty woman? Like, she's. Uh, I don't know, dude. No, dude. You don't. She, she, I mean, she, no. No. 
She's like just recently gotten out of like a bad relationship. Do you, do you think it's better to just take the bandaid off and abandon it all together? Yeah, I mean, you're not going dating her. You know, you met her. You like your relationship started buying nudes from her, and now she sees you as uh, a sugar daddy. And then you, what, you think that that's going to become into a turn into an actual relationship? No, 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 dude. This is this is this is over right I, now. You end this right I, now. I think I feel like I knew this answer already in my head, and I yeah, you knew you knew this answer. No, no, no. I mean, just think about <laughs> in five years from now, in the event that you would be together, even though you wouldn't, and explaining how you came to be together. Like this is literally what you're. This is the John's fantasy. What you're explaining right now is there's so many Johns out there. <laughs> Uh, uh, who are literally like, yeah, you know, I just if I just see her enough, and she'll finally get to know the real me uh, outside of this arrangement, and then you know she'll fall in love with me. And you're like, no, it's not how that works. Gotcha. I forbid you to see her. I I know it's, it's also it's been a long time. Have you had sex with her? Yes. Okay, so that's okay. So I guess that's something. But again, it's for money. And how does the like? What's the arrangement money wise work? Like, you just give her a certain amount every week. Uh, there's nothing like set in stone. Okay. Well, how much? Okay. Well, how much would you have to give her for her to not call you back? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, what number gets down there? Like, how much do you give her? You give her just a varied amount. Well, it was it was not it, like I said, it's not anything like set in stone. It was it was like seven hundred this weekend. You give her seven hundred dollars uh, this weekend. Yeah. And what about uh, <laughs> uh, like the previous weekend? Well, this is the first weekend. Oh, this is the first weekend. And so, what you think? Like next weekend? You, is it weekly? I don't know. I've, I've, there's nothing like actually arranged. Okay, and you gave her seven hundred dollars, and then what was your weekend like with her? Um, I saw her twice and like, we just hung, I, we had one dinner together Yeah, and we just hung, we just hung out like watching fucking stand up and did she stay YouTube over videos and shit. Yeah. She stayed over here. That's bizarre, man. That's fucking. And then, and then I went, I went to her place the next night at like fucking 11 to like 3am. And that's, that's we, for that is 700 over a week. <laughs> I mean, what, you're going to pay $700 every week for this? No, no, no. There's no chance I would do well, that. Well, what, what do you think is going to happen when she like when you come back and be like, hey, so this week I'm going to give you 200 because, you know, I'm, I feel like you're, you know, into me more, like, as a boyfriend material. Danny, I've come into this very short-sighted. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had a relationship. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you're going to have to keep waiting, pal, because this ain't it. I got bad news okay. for you. Yeah, this one okay. is not it. Uh, I, I, I just <laughs> needed to hear it out loud because like, in my, I was deluding myself in my mind. Like, maybe... like No, it, no. This is literally like every <laughs> idiot guy who thinks like a, a prostitute or a stripper is like likes them. It's what they do. It's literally true, what they man. do, man. Um, all right. All right. I, I, that's all I needed to hear. All man. Right. I Th- really appreciate thanks. it. Thanks for calling, Ryan. I appreciate you. Have a good night. All right. Yeah. No. No. Guys, no. This is just not, uh, not, not the move. Okay. We got time for one more call. I have to pee so badly. Uh, it is paining me, but we'll have one more call. And then uh, in, at 11 p.m., 
uh, tonight in 15 minutes or whatever the fuck the Patreon episode will keep this shit going patreon.com slash low value mail sign up now hello thanks for calling low value mail you are the last caller of the night who am I speaking with well hell yeah uh, my name is Michael from Virginia hey how's it going uh, from Virginia what can I help you with yeah so I need some advice on it's an in-law okay. situation okay so my wife and I um, we both got jobs in the area close to my in-laws and we had been looking around for a house for like a year and this was in 2020 late 2020 so the market was totally fucked um you know i have no problem buying a fixer-upper this would be my first house yeah but you know i don't want to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a shack yeah for of course yeah so they offered us a deal that um, we could live in their basement, and my father-in-law sets, moves and sets modular homes and trailers for a living. So he knew everybody in the industry. He knows the owner of this local modular company. So we're getting this fantastic deal. Um, so we're now we're in the process. We just got our building permit. We're pretty close to finishing but all right sounds like a good good deal i guess yeah well um until uh, my father-in-law who's always he, he's uh, emotionally challenged like he he has these this very bizarre rule of like people giving him respect and stuff okay. um so you know of course we're living in their basement for pretty cheap rent they're helping us out so we help around the house and we take the trash out and stuff like that. And one time I've didn't bring the trash in from like the same day. I get home from work, trash can's still at the end of the road. We kind of live out in the boonies a little bit. So, you know, it's a long driveway. Yeah. Instead of just him saying, Hey man, would you grab the trash cans? He dumps the trash Fuck. on my car. What he did? What? Yeah, and I, I, sorry, I got it wrong. I hadn't taken the trash out to the road. Not that it was coming back in. So it was a full can of trash. Yeah, he, just he dumped it all it. in your car. Yeah. That's so, and that was the first thing. I'm going out to work, and I just have trash. Like he opened the bags up. It was just like three or four bags of trash in my car, and it's just been like that for a year. And of yeah, him doing stuff like that? What else has he done like that? Doing insane. <laughs> um, we so this was fairly recently. Uh, we went to a wedding with them. It's like a family friend of theirs, and um, you know we're all drinking, having a good time. Yeah. And um, he he's wearing this like dorky ass little fedora or excuse me, not a fedora, a trilby, like a little like nerdy hat. And um, the, him and my wife are out dancing and it falls on the ground. So my wife picks it up and puts it on her head and is like joking around a little bit. He like scowls, grabs it off of her head and then leaves the wedding for two hours. Oh, he's just like a baby. 
he's like throwing actual temper tantrums. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, and so, what's your question here? What what advice do you need? Does she live with him right now? Yeah, we live. I'm in. I his mean, it sounds right like now. if you can afford a house, get the fuck out of there. And go buy a house. Well, so we we are. Um, we're gonna be. We're we're putting a modular home. We already have the property. Like it, the process has been started. Um, and we're just getting such a good deal. Like we, we couldn't. So you basically really your issue that. is that you're you're gonna take this deal, but now you're beholden to the father, the father-in-law. Yeah, and now I owe him for I mean, the rest of my life. I mean, you you've married his daughter. Like I think the way it sounds like he thinks about things, you owe him regardless, just for marrying his daughter. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I think everything is just getting added to the the tally. But there's a a, a a unpayable debt there. It feels like with. Uh, that. Yeah, but so the my question is really how do I um, navigate that? I'm just not really the type of uh, like personality who can. Yeah, I, deal I, I, with that. I mean, I would stay out of his way as much as possible until you move out of there, and then. Once you have your own home, just be like, yo, I, I mean, assuming that he's not being crazy at your new house, like, like if he's coming over <laughs> all unannounced and stuff, then you have to be like, look, it's like, this is where we live. You can't just be coming unannounced. And then, you know, you're going to have to stand up to him a little bit at some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're probably true. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. You probably don't want to, but you're going to have to. Cause I mean, if, if this is a new marriage too, it's like, this is, could be 10, 20, 30 years of this shit. <laughs> well, we've been married for a few years, oh, okay. and like we always got along with them. Yeah. Um, but we also lived, you know, an hour and a half away. Yeah. So he couldn't just like now we're going to be living. Though. Yeah. Twenty thirty minutes away. I, mean, I would say just play it by ear, but yeah, if he starts being like crazy like this when you guys have your place, and you're going to have to have a talk with him. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it'll be a lot easier to do that when I'm not living in. Like he's the type of person who. If somebody was like, "Dude, you're you're, yeah, you're being insane." I know like, the time he would take me out of the house. Yeah, he would take that very personally. He's not going to see your side of it at all. I no. can imagine. Um, yeah. Anyways, good good luck with that. If you if you want to call back at some point, let us know how. Give us an update. Would appreciate it. Right on. Thank right, you for your care. time. Good yeah. show. Yeah. See you. Thanks. All right, that was a wacky one. Uh, all right, that's been the show, everybody. Thanks very much to all of you for spending your Tuesday nights with me. Join me on the Patreon. Uh, we will keep this going in 10 minutes. I have to pee so badly. I drank this whole thing of water. Uh, it's, it's a lot. Uh, that has been the show. Thanks very much. Patreon.com slash low value mail. I'll see some of you there. The rest of you I will see next week. Have a lovely rest of your week. Take care. Good night. Good night.